Well, happy Wednesday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. You're here with Rich. And if you noticed, yesterday I did miss a podcast. So this is the second time in three months that I've missed one of the weekday podcasts. And I'm sorry about that. It was supposed to be Tech Talk Tuesday, but I completely forgot until my alarm went off yesterday that, yes, I had my final medical test, hopefully for the calendar year 2018. So yesterday morning, I had to um, head over to Cottonwood, Arizona and get some testing done because I've had some balance issues since the really bad sinus infection and everything happened this spring. So last week, I ended up heading out to Flagstaff for one more test too. So it's all this allergy testing and then dizziness stuff. So yesterday was pretty interesting, a two-hour-long appointment with testing, found out a couple of things. So Hopefully we're going to get this uh, dizziness under control, and I've been much better than the summer. This summer I didn't feel safe driving, which is why the Airstream stayed parked so long and didn't go anywhere. But hopefully in the very near future, the Airstream will be on the move, heading down to the Casa Grande area to work with one of my clients somewhere in November. So we got to get the dates pinned down. So the Tech Talk Tuesday got uh, got skipped, and sorry about that. We'll We'll make up for it, I promise. So, and the channel has been uh, very busy, but so I want to talk about um, the uh, the health update here. So, so let's go back. Memorial Day weekend is when it all started. I spent uh, spent Saturday on Memorial Day weekend running one of my friend's art booths at the Fippin Art Show. Spent the entire day outside. Had a great day. No real problems. But the next day, boy, some problems hit. So. Went to the general practitioner that week, right after uh, Labor Day weekend, and we found that uh, super elevated white count again, not doing really good, and having vision problems out of my right eye, to a point where for almost two weeks, I couldn't focus out of my right eye at all. Um, everything was blurry, everything was dancing around, and one thing we did find, they had an MRI done, both the ophthalmologist and my GP wanted me to see a neurologist because they were worried it was a neurological issue with the right eye. <laughs> uh, I wasn't so sure about that, but as we addressed the fact that I had an ongoing infection and then found out that the infection was in fact a severe sinus infection that hung with me for most of the summer, um, it took two rounds of Cipro and two rounds of prednisone to finally get me normal and feeling comfortable enough to get around the Prescott area. Um, longer distance was a different thing. so. I've had some friends helping me out over the past couple of months, driving me to different appointments up in Flagstaff and this one here in uh, Cottonwood yesterday. And in Cottonwood, they purposefully made me dizzy yesterday. So I was a little nervous about that. I was sitting around saying, well, I hope they don't make me dizzy enough to where I'm nauseous. Um, they did, in fact, make me dizzy enough to where I was nauseous yesterday. So good thing I didn't do the drive over. But um but with all that behind me, I actually kind of feel a weight lifted now. I'm just waiting for some final results from the allergist. And I've done an allergy panel, which is pretty amazing. We didn't do a scratch test because I react, uh, I have anaphylactic reactions to so many foods at this point. Doing a scratch test would be bad news bears. So um, instead, they did a comprehensive uh, 184 food panel as well as outdoor allergens and a couple other things. So at the end of this month, I'll be getting the results from that. But just looking at this uh, food panel is pretty crazy. So 
Um, insurance didn't cover it, uh, even though I've got Blue Cross. So that was 325 out of pocket for this one. But I think that's um, that's money well spent if we can identify some of the outdoor things and some of the food things that I have not been tested for. But I'm just looking through this list, and it's a crazy list. We've got anchovies. We've got basil, blueberries, blackberries. I'm just jumping around on the list here. Uh, cloves, cocoa, cinnamon. I've had a suspicion about cinnamon. So we're going to see uh, what comes up with that because that wasn't on my regular food panels we've done before. We've got foods that I've never heard of. Teff, T-E-F-F. -F. I now know what it is. I didn't know what teff was before. Uh, if you don't know what teff is, you can Google it too, just like I did. Um, but yeah, we've got basically everything on here. So I'm going to be very interested to see the results and um, see if we can add some things in. I already know that uh, fish and shellfish and soy and dairy and eggs, I already know all those things are out the window. I know that peanuts will kill me. I know that sesame will kill me. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm very aware of these things. But with this mega list, we might be able to do something and the allergist, this is a first-time thing here, guys. So this is groundbreaking for me because I've been asking for it for years. I was wondering if I could have a dietitian help me out because uh, I am way too skinny at this point because of food avoidance. So a lot of foods are bad for me. Combined with the, um, <laughs> combined with the food allergies, I also have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So there are foods that you really should avoid with Hashimoto's. And... When you sum it all up, it really leaves an incredibly limited and incredibly boring menu. Mind-numbingly boring. Now, one of the things I can say, the Airstream has actually helped with this over the years because when I go work somewhere with somebody, I can actually bring home with me and I can bring my pantry with me. So I do not trust any restaurants. Um, in 2014... Um, I went to a place that I'd been going to for years in Prescott after getting back from West Virginia, um, doing my contract in 2012 and 2013 in West Virginia. I came back and I dined at a restaurant um, where they were aware of my allergens. And unfortunately, they had changed one thing that I didn't know about, and that ended up being an anaphylactic reaction. So after that point, even, uh, even folks that I know and trust, I just can't have them preparing food for me anymore. So the Airstream is great for travel and things. Um, that way I can get to client locations. I can still have the food products with me that I know are safe. And now with this mega list, we're going we're gonna to really see um, what else needs to be avoided. Uh, a couple of years ago, just as an example, that this is super inconvenient. In the old days, when I was Sprint, AT&T, USL, um, I often had to fly places and uh, work in different locations. When I was with AT&T, um, over the course of a couple of months, I was in Puerto Rico, New England, Tennessee, Florida, uh, Louisiana, uh, Arkansas, back to New England. I was all over the place and living out of hotels. So I was living off of hotel food or fast food. I can't do that anymore. I, you know, I need a kitchen with me. We got invited the other year to a uh, ThemeCo, X-Theme conference a few years ago at the M Resort in Las Vegas. So went up there for a couple of days for this conference. The conference was great. 
But I had some huge food issue, food issues. I did not bring the Airstream with me. I figured I could work it out. I'd be staying at a hotel, um, a resort hotel with a casino in it. Um, I don't gamble. <laughs> but um, upon arriving at that resort hotel, I got to talk to the uh, concierge and the, the folks there. And it turned out there was no refrigerator or no microwave in my room. And I had prepared some food and popped it all into my um, Pelican cooler. So I had it all in the back of the truck. And as it turned out, I couldn't cook my food while I was there. Um, the person behind the counter at the resort said, hey, we've got a bunch of really great restaurants. You go to one of our really great restaurants. And I said to him, um, my food allergies leave me unable to go to your restaurants unless I know everything that went in with the chef. I cannot dine here. And I got an eye roll from the guy. A lot of people don't realize that allergies are serious. And I think I might have talked about this in a previous podcast, but I'm going to bring it up again. I had a friend call me several years ago to make sure that I always carried my EpiPens with me because his best friend from college passed away at a restaurant. Um, his friend had severe pe uh, peanut allergies and made sure with the restaurant staff that there was no peanuts involved in his food. He was having a steak um, and a salad. And he died in the restaurant. And he had his EpiPens. And he shot himself with his EpiPens. And he still died at that restaurant. Quite frankly, I do not want to asphyxiate. Because that's what happens when you go into anaphylactic shock. Um, one of my biggest fears as a kid, I love swimming, but I was always afraid of drowning. And anaphylactic shock can be like a drowning episode. So that feeling, that sensation of being strangled, not something I enjoy. So I try to avoid it at all costs, and that means no dining out at restaurants. And so for my travel experience to Vegas, I had a really bad, miserable couple of days because I was, you know, really working around the food allergies, and it really took the enjoyment out of that travel trip. So at this point for me, um, the Airstream is a necessity for travel. As we get working with this allergist and we continue working with my endocrinologist, maybe we can get some things dialed back. Maybe we can reintroduce some food. I don't know. I'm hopeful, and we'll see over time. But um, in the meantime, that's so that's what's been going on on the medical side. And I'm not kidding. If you have a friend or a family member who has severe allergies... I know we're so capable of discounting that and not believing in it. And let me tell you, the way to find out and learn how bad your friend or relative's allergies are is to watch them go into anaphylactic shock. Um, then you'll get it. I have another family member who has recently become severely allergic to tree nuts and peanuts. And she almost died a couple of years ago in front of her children because she ate a peanut butter cup and she wasn't allergic to them before. So, and the rest of the friends and family, I family says they understand it, but I'll tell you what, they don't sometimes. And um, on a recent visit with someone, um, we were going out for a hike, and one of the children was covered in um, peanut butter and crackers um, when I met up with them. And I just can't be near that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to go near it at all. Um, a child covered in peanut butter and crackers for me is like a person handing me a live grenade with no pen. Um, and when I mentioned, it, I said, uh, 
I'm allergic to this. I need to, we need to go ahead and stay apart and I can't ride in your vehicle with you right now. Um, you know, I got the bit of the eye roll and the, oh yeah, Rich is allergic to something. This is not, you know, this is not a, my tummy gets upset for a day and I have diarrhea. Um, the reaction is so severe, so radical and so terrifying that you absolutely want to avoid it. So if, if you know someone with severe allergies, keep that in your head. Um, don't belittle them for it. Don't give the eye roll. It's serious. And my friend Don will tell you the loss of his friend from college. That was, that was a very sad thing, and that was an incredibly sad thing for his friend's wife and the people who were at the restaurant with him to actually watch him die. So these are very serious things to me, and people see me out and about all the time, and they're like, hey, you look great, Rich. And for me, a lot of the stuff's going on inside, and that doesn't mean that it's not a scary or trying thing. So it really is. So yesterday, I was even nervous about the appointment to make me dizzy, but fortunately, we got through that, and we got through the big blood test uh, the other week. So I'm I'm looking forward to results. I'm looking forward to learning about it. And uh, if you want to know more about it, you know, you can drop me a note, rich at rlcdesign.net, or if you're an Anchor subscriber, you can leave me up to a one-minute voice message, and that can pop onto this podcast. And uh, I'm really going to work on starting getting starting to get more people on the program because I want to talk more RV things. I want to talk more working from your RV. I want to talk more about drones and photography, and I want to talk with other people about it too. I see that the channel is growing. I know that we've got more listeners, but I really do want to bring you more. So we'll see what we can do there. Well, all right, everybody, I'm going to hop off. I've got some work to get done this morning. Maybe I'll make a follow-up to the Tech Talk Tuesday, or maybe I'll just roll it over into tomorrow's show. So with no more appointments in front of me, other than a phone call appointment and my new big list of allergies, um, we shouldn't be missing any more of these podcasts. So sorry about missing that one yesterday. So as always, thanks for tuning in and taking part of your day to hang out with me. I really do appreciate it. And as always, the audio intro and exit bumpers are licensed through soundstripe.com. And there are links down in the show notes to Soundstripe, as well as links to my other social media accounts, my YouTube, and the online classes that we've been producing from an Airstream. All right, everyone, we'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome Wednesday.